This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Now here's Reverend Gray with the subject matter of don't. Welcome to Victory Lane once again. We want to uh, talk to you today on a subject that is very good, I think. A very good lesson for us to learn. It's called, uh, we're doing a lot of, doing the last few sermons with the uh, conjunction, don't, do not, do not. Don't. So we're going to have the su- subject today is entitled Don't Say That. Don't Say That. Taken from James, the third chapter. And we're going to be looking at verses three through six, although we will cover a little bit more in that. But we want to look at our primary verses James, the third chapter, verses 3 through 6. Amen, amen. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, God wants you to surrender your will, surrender your way, surrender your life unto him. But once you surrender to the Lord, then the Lord can work on you and develop you and mold you and make you to be a better man, woman, boy, or girl. Amen. James, the third chapter, verses 3 through 6. And our subject today is don't say that. I was taught as a child by my mother that if you can't say anything good about anyone or somebody, then don't say nothing at all. And that was a good teaching that she taught us because sometimes as children, we we were talking about other children or talking about other people and she would hear us talking and she would interrupt the conversation and let us know if you can't talk good about anyone, if you can't say nothing good about anyone, then don't say nothing at all. In today's times, in today's uh, uh, words, in today's phrases, uh, uh, we would say something like, keep your name out of my mouth. Or So don't say that. Don't say nothing bad about someone. Rather say something good. That was a good slogan to live by because that meant that I could not say anything bad about anybody. But as life goes on, People change, as I did myself, and I found that I did not speak good at all times. I did not speak good at all times about everyone and anyone. Now, I am sure all of us have had that experience a time or two. Some of us has had it three or four, five or six, seven or eight. I don't know. You do the counting. You know you better than I do. But you, you, know, you know yourself. So what I'm saying, the writer here today, James, is giving us a lesson about the smallest member of the human body, and yet it is the most powerful, the tongue. Let us read James, the third chapter, 
verses 3 to 6. Behold, we put bits in the mouths, in the horses' mouths, that they obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold, the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with every small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth it. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasted great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindle. The tongue is the most powerful tool in the human body. The tongue can speak life or death depending on the person who's doing the speaking. Let me put it to you like this. You can speak life over a person or you can speak death over a person. Not necessarily physically killing them. Let me put it to you like this. The words of your mouth can hurt the feelings of someone and they can damage their their, 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 their self-esteem. It could damage their their, 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 their essence of a human being, you know, it, 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 it can damage them if you say something bad about people, especially if you say it to their face. You know the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Well, that saying is a lie. It is a lie from the pit of hell because names can hurt you. So, you know, don't say names about other people, you know. Don't be, we got some people these days who are on the internet and they're using the internet to bully other people. And, and they're not saying it uh, physically, but they're saying it when they type on the keys. Those things shouldn't be. Don't say that, okay? James, the writer, is giving us a illustration today regarding the power of the tongue. He says that we put bits in the horse's mouth, this large two-ton animal, so that they obey us as we turn their whole body with the bits in their mouth. Isn't that amazing how you can get on a horse and with this bit in the horse's mouth, you can guide that horse, lead that horse, make that horse do what you want to do. Run, stop. You can even make him jump and do and, and do what you wanted to do because of the bit in the horse's mouth. When you pull the rein, turn this way, turn that way, the horse has to do what the rider wants it to do. Okay, now, and, and he also goes a little bit deeper. He say, even the... 100-ton ships or more, though they be so great and are driven by a fierce of winds, they can be controlled by a rudder or the helm that turns it right or left wherever the captain stirs it. Now, you've been on a ship, some of us, if not, you've seen a ship, and you see how large it is. Isn't it amazing how this captain can be on this ship and with the helm, at the helm, 
turn the rudder and make the ship turn the way he wants it to go. James says, yes, we can control these things, these things. But the one thing is definitely hard to control is the tongue. We can control things, but who can control the tongue? The writer says the tongue is a little member and boasts it great things. You know, the tongue boasts. The tongue says, look at me. The tongue says, I'm all that in a bag of chips. The tongue boasts upon itself. The tongue is that little member that, that spews out life and death. The tongue, the powerful too. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Now, if you know about fire and starting a fire, you have to first start the fire with some kindle, little pieces of wood, and you start the fire with the little pieces of wood. And as the little pieces of wood start catching on fire, then the fire uh, illuminates itself and flames itself. Then you can add another piece of wood and then you can add another piece of wood and you can add another piece of wood and pretty soon you got a big fire the same thing with the tongue it's a little instrument and it's like kindle and the tongue can can start a fire by just just speaking and as the fire is uh 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 progressing and growing, the tongue speaking can grow the fire of itself as it speaks about a person tearing a person down or, 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 or not saying the right thing. Uh, the tongue is a little member that kindles a great big fire. Back to the subject. Don't say that. Speaking something that is not as right. The tongue can do that. Gossiping, backbiting, lying. The tongue is doing all of that. The tongue, a powerful tool. Speaking something that is not cool. Bullying. Tearing down somebody. You know, psychologically. Some of us, some folk now, I know you out there, you watching me on TV land. Some of y'all are doing just that, tearing down folk. You're abusing them with your tongue. Now, now it's one thing for physical abuse, but there's also a mental abuse that a person does to another person by tearing them down with their tongue. Don't say that. And the person who's doing the tearing down knows exactly what they're doing. Tearing down the person's self-esteem, making them feel belittled than you. Well, let me tell you, a, a, a person doing that is trying to build themselves up to make themselves better than who, what they think they are. Because that's what a, 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 a low person would do. Try to tear someone down to build themselves up. Don't say that. The Bible says, the tongue is a small member. It's the smallest member of the human body. Eh. Look out your own tongue. I don't know the size of yours. But anyway, <laughs> the Bible said the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. 
You know what iniquity is? Wickedness, immorality, evil, sin, outrage, a monstrosity of obscenity, violation, and offensive. The tongue can cut like a razor, like a razor, a person to shreds. Uh, a husband who abuses his wife or children by speaking with his tongue, saying vile and evil things, cursing and stuff like that. Don't say that to make yourself like you are all that in a bag of chips when in actuality you are lower than the person you're talking to because that person is weak and you are preying on their weakness. Don't say that. The tongue defiles the whole body. Be careful. Just don't say that. The tongue can set on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire to hell. Some people are going to go to hell just by speaking it. Evil. Evil in their heart. Some people you can't even have a conversation with because their tongue is faster than you could talk. Their tongue is faster than they could talk. So they cut you to shreds by, 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 by defending themselves with their tongue and out talking you. People do that. And the reason why they do that is because they don't want to hear the truth. It's my way or the highway, my side and not your side. You don't even matter. Rather than sitting down and having a two-way conversation, it's a one-way conversation. That too, my friend, my brother, my sister, is a form of abuse. Don't say that. The Bible says that we as believers need to be mindful of our speech. We need to be mindful of our speech. Let me say it again. We need to be mindful of our speech and how we speak and what we say and when we speak and how we speak. It says, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. Rather speak, building each other up. Don't say stuff corrupting uh, somebody else. That's not cool. Rather say stuff to build the person up. Why are you tearing down someone? Why do you get a do you get a a a a a a boost in your ego? Do you think you're all that in a bag of chips? Do you think you look good tearing down someone with your tongue, cutting them to shreds like cutting them to shreds like a razor? That's not cool. Don't say that. That's Ephesians. That's in Ephesians, the third chapter, 29th verse. I'm not sure. I'll get back with you on that. As a matter of fact, I'm looking up it right now. So rather than, and then some people, here's another thing, corrupt communication. Corrupt communication coming out of your mouth. Cussing, cursing. That's bad. People curse and cuss other people out with their tongue abusing them and cutting them to shreds, abusing them mentally, abusing them psychologically by speaking those words 
cursing them out, trying to tear them down, and they are torn down, and you know you tearing them down. Don't. Yeah, say that. Stop treating your wife. Stop treating your husband. Husband's not the only one. We got girlfriends and wives who curse their mates out. Don't say that. Curse their children out. Don't say that. Your child, your child is a product of you, and your child is going to grow up and be the emulation, the copycat of you, either yay or nay. They're going to take after you, or they will not. Let me put it to you like this. A child who's being cursed out by his mother and father all the time, the child is going to learn that language, and the child is going to, in turn, take that language and use it in life against their child. In a lot of cases, that happens because the mother and the father is cursing at their children. Why do you want to curse at a little child? They got no defense mechanism. They can't say, please don't talk to me like that because if they did, you'd probably curse them some more. So that child learns from the product of its environment and will take from the product of its environment and do what it and he or she learns. Or that child will grow up and say, I'm not going to treat my children the way my mother and father treated me. Don't be that parent. Don't say that. We should, rather than cursing out a person, we should elevate a person. How you doing? How's school going? How's work going? Rather than, you ain't nothing. Yo, uh, whatever you say, negative, negative, negativity coming out your mouth. Stop it. Say something positive. Say something loving. Say something kind. Say something good. Elevate. Elevate even if it's not conducive or favorable. Okay? Even if it's not conducive, say, you're going to be all right. Try it again. Uh, you, you, you know what? You, you, you might not have made it this time, but guess what? It's going to be okay. Okay? Say something favorable. Okay? Say something favorable. Lift them up. The, 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 the child messed up on the test and got all these red marks on the test. Let me tell you, child. Let me tell you, child. Let me tell you, student. Let me tell you, listen to me. Every red mark you get on your paper, don't throw that paper away. Let me tell you, here's how you do it. Here, here's the secret of getting an A in every class. You want to know? You want to know? You want to know? Of course you want to know. But guess what? Here's the secret, and you got to work it. I guarantee, I guarantee, I guarantee it'll work. You take every red paper that you get a, a mark on, a test paper, and you keep it in a binder. Because chances are, Eight out of ten chances, you knew the answer. You just misworded it, didn't get it right, or, 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 or something of that nature. And as you review that paper and you see that you got a D or, or F or a C, you review that test paper and you study that test paper, what you got wrong. You know what you got right, and I guarantee you'll do better on the next test. And I guarantee you this. If you burn the midnight oil and study, 
you will almost guarantee yourself an A in every class. But you got to put some work in. How do I know? I did it. It happened to me. You got teachers who will tear you down psychologically. You will do this in my class. In my class, da-da-da-da. In my class, da-da-da-da. Trying to psychologically run you out the door. The weak students. You sit there and you listen and you learn. And you may get an F on that first test, but guess what? Take the next one. Study, study what you got the F on. Study all those red marks. Don't throw them away. Make a notebook in every class. Every class, a notebook. Every class, every class. Keep all the papers. Keep all the quizzes. Set it up. Study them as you study the subject matter. And you'll get better. You'll get better. That's a guarantee. But you got to put the time in. Now, don't let the teacher run you out the classroom. Okay? Steady. Steady. Because guess what? Guess what? Check this out. If you steady, they can't beat that. You can't take away what's here. You can't take away what's here. I don't care what that paper say. You can't take it away. Let's see what Jesus said about cussing. Jesus said, let's say, uh, bless them that curse you. Pray for them which despitefully use you. And do good to them that hate you and to love your enemies. Jesus said, pray for them. Pray for them people. And those who despitefully use you, people will do that. Pray for them. Do good to them that hate you. What? Yeah, do good. Love your enemies. The best way to, the best way to uh, uh, get revenge on a person is to live a good life. Don't sit down harboring stuff in your heart. That ain't cool. What Jesus is saying, be nice to people, even if they are not nice to you. Because your Father in heaven is merciful, so you should be merciful. Come on now, I know it's a hard thing to do at times. I know what I'm saying is is, is easier said than done. Because every now and then, we think or we feel that some folk need a good cussing out. Don't we? Don't you? Yeah, they need a good cussing out. They need a good telling off. But it is not our place as Christians to behave in such a manner. We have to be like Jesus and don't say that. Reverend Gray continues the series, Don't, next week. If you enjoy the teachings of Reverend Lawrence Gray and would like him to continue his programming on Gospel 1190 The Light, cash app Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. at dollar sign capital D P capital N P 2. Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching on the Book of Acts at Gospel1190.com.